As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and this is uh, Necco Wafers, short stuff on Necco Wafers, the wafers from Necco. Go ahead and ask your question. Chuck. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you ever thought about putting a Necco wafer <laughs> in your mouth? Oh, boy, that was good. Good drama. Uh you know, I've never had one of these. I haven't either. I've gone my whole oh, life really? without them. Oh, yeah, no, no. Can we pledge to to never have them, or now do you want to? I don't know. It's uh, it could go either way. That's a really good good question. Like, um, <laughs> okay, like I could I could see going your whole life, like getting that in, engraved on your tombstone. Like, yeah, I, I never, never had, had a Necco wafer. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're talking about is a candy. Um, it's referenced pretty prominently in some movie in a line, and I could not think of what it was, which really bugged me. Hmm. Um, but that's sort of where I even heard of Necco wafers was, I think, just through pop culture. Mm-hmm. It's not something, not only have I not had one, I don't know anyone who's ever had one. Like, I've never been with someone who was just chowing on Necco wafers right. or had a family member that was a Necco enthusiast. No, it's a... It's typically, and I don't mean to be ageist, uh, but it, it's typically viewed as kind of like a, a grandma candy, mm-hmm. you know, where like, like saltwater taffy. Even though I know you love that, oh, dude, it's so good. Saltwater <laughs> taffy is just so good when it's done right. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying it's a bit of a grandma candy, okay, and we love sure, our sure, sure. I'm with you. Our our grandmas, God rest their souls. You're exactly right. Um, but no, the, the it has just kind of that whole. Um, doily kind of aura around it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. You got to, I think when you buy Necco wafers, it comes with a doily. It, it does. <laughs> uh, you just unroll the wax packaging. And so if you've not seen this, you probably have. If you don't know what we're talking about, you probably have seen it. Um, uh, it's like a, it comes in like a kind of a, a wax paper roll. Tube. Yeah, yeah. tube. Um, and then the, the wafers themselves are um, a little bigger than the size of a quarter maybe. Uh, and they're dusty, chalky, mm-hmm. yeah. weirdly colored. Two of the colors are brown and gray. Um, <laughs> not a good candy color. But they're like no, not at all. But they're Unless like a, a multicolored roll of of this chalky, dusty, um, f- multi-flavored candy. That that they're not complementary flavors either. It's a mess. Necco wafers are a big <laughs> giant mess. I'm just gonna say it. They're a hundred and seventy year old mess. Yeah, I guess we'll just go ahead and mention those flavors. Um, you've got the lemon yellows, the lime greens, the orange orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, light purple is clove. Do not ever get one of those near my mouth. Okay. Uh, cinnamon is white. A little weird. weird. Um, winter green is pink. Weirder. Also weird. Licorice is dark gray. Right. And then there's a chocolate f- flavor, which is brown, and I guarantee you it does not taste like chocolate. No. Um, and I was like, I, like, you can look at Necco wafers and be like, I know what that's going to taste like, and I, I'm not going to like it. Um, yeah, I agree. 
But you and I have had basically Necco wafers because the Necco company, um, we should say the name is kind of an acronym. It stands for New England Candy Company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they also are the makers of um, Conversation Hearts. You know those oh, little okay. hearts that say, Be Mine, I'm Yours? Those are differently sense. shaped Necco wafers. It's the same exact thing. So oh, those okay. things, when you've tried them before and been like, these are absolutely horrible, <laughs> yeah. you would think the same thing about Necco wafers. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's a Necco wafer is just a thinner sort of um, coin-like version of those. Yes, that don't <laughs> say something like, be mine or I'm yours. Apparently the ones these days say, email me. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, grab a glass of water. <laughs> right. This is going to this is going to be terrible. All right. Let's take a break here. We'll talk a little bit more about where these started and why they're still around right after this. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. All right. Let's, if we got back in the Wayback Machine and went back to 1901, we would see Necco wafers being cranked out from the New England Candy Company, mm-hmm. uh, even though apparently they were around since 1847. I, I didn't quite get that. Yeah, one of the um, f- one of the co-founders of New England Candy Company um, 
invented this lozenge machine, the machine that basically popped out these little wafers. And one of the first things they did was use it to make Necco wafers. So Necco wafers actually predate Necco itself. And they used to be called um, hub wafers. And hub was like an old-timey name, like slang term for Boston. So they were Boston wafers originally. But they predate the company that made them famous. And they predate... Uh, virtually every popular candy that we know of. And Methuselah. (laughs) Uh, I think Hershey Bar officially came out one year uh, prior, but Mm -hmm. um, every every other sort of candy bar that you know and love came around the 1920s and 30s as far as the classics go. Right. Uh, M&M's in the 1940s. Um, But the Necco wafer in 1901, they pack it in soldiers' rations in the Civil War, which should be your first... Like, stay far away from this candy in 2021 mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of warning. Mm-hmm. Like, if they put it in Civil War rations, <laughs> you probably don't want to be eating it today. It also, so that's debatable whether it actually was in the Civil War. Like, that's a long-standing thing that Necco's been saying for a while. But uh, I think some historians that have looked into it are like, nah, I'm not 100% sure about that. But it definitely was in the rations of um, American soldiers in World War II because the government actually took over the Necco factory and requisitioned like a, a, a sizable portion of their uh, production to to give to soldiers because they don't melt. They're really portable. And it's like a high um, calorie dense snack. Yeah. And the Civil War was over in 1865. So it had to have just been that first version, the whatever they were called. The hub, the hub ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, at any rate, um, they're made from sugar and corn syrup. Uh, they're, like you said, super chalky. Mm-hmm. And if you um, if you take a, a survey or, or see a survey even online right. for candies, it's usually kind of right at the bottom. I feel bad because we're doing nothing but bagging on this classic candy. Some people love them. Really? From what I've seen... <laughs> It, uh, um, uh, from one of the company's spokespeople, yes, some people love them. Get a sweet tart if you want something like that. Or a spree. Sprees are even better. Spree. What is a spree? Oh, it's like the shiny, um, the shiny, slicker version of sweet tarts. It's not at all powdery. It's got a slick, shiny coating, and it's okay. vastly superior in taste as well. Mm, and smell. I never really loved those. Really? They were they one of like my game pieces. Yes, they did. So it was a lot more fun to eat them because you'd be like, oh, I'm not supposed to be eating this. I'm supposed to be playing. And T.S., I'm going to eat it. <laughs> well, and that's a nice transition, actually, because as far as Necco wafers go, people sometimes buy them and use them for uh, kids to train them on communion, um, edible poker chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, shingles for gingerbread houses. That's a nice application. Yes. Or place markers. So there is actual evidence that some people do enjoy the taste of them because um, the current company that owns them is Spangler from Bryan, Ohio. It's a family-run outfit that's, I think, over 100 years old. That's Um, great. And Spangler, very appropriately, also are are the ones who make circus peanuts, which is a lot of people's second most hated candy. (laughs) Yeah. So poor Spangler's putting out a lot of stuff that people don't like, but whatever. We're, you know, hats off to them for for staying at it. But um, I guess Spangler did, uh, uh, or no, pre-Spangler, the company that owned them changed the recipe 
like um, to kind of make it a little little less artificially flavored and colored. And there was a 35% drop in sales as a result. Yeah. So they went back to the original recipe. Um, so that does mean that people out there do actually eat NECA wafers. They don't just use them as poker chips like you were saying. Yeah, and, you know, hats off to the Spangler Company. We love these small kind of old-school family-run candy companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that us saying that we probably won't try a NECA is going to hurt their sales. Right. Hopefully this shines a little light on that company. Yeah. Um, but they did a survey last year in 2020 that said uh, – that found that 73% of Americans are familiar with or at least had NECA wafers. Okay. Pretty good coverage there. Yeah. At 73%, uh, baby, uh, baby Boomers and Gen X – Obviously, uh, lead that pack, but 71% of millennials know about NECA wafers. Yeah. And whatever is it, what's behind Z? Is it Gen Z? Z. Is that 18 to 23 year olds? Or is that even something else? It, I think they fall within Gen Z. Yeah, we need to do that Generations podcast at okay. some point. All right. But um, apparently, they obviously are sort of uh, bringing up the rear with 40%. Awareness, Neko awareness is what they call it in this. <laughs> Neko awareness. But I mean, that's still pretty respectable for the 1823 set. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how much could these things, I mean, what do they cost? What's a tube of those cost? I genuinely don't know. But I will tell you that there was a dark time where they were not around. Um, Neko wafers were purchased by um, Spangler in 2018. Uh, and they went offline and reissued them in 2020. But now I guess they're here to stay. All right. Well, I just looked it up out of curiosity. Apparently, you can get uh, them delivered during COVID, which is great. Okay. You can get a six-pack of NECA wafers for about eighteen fifty, So about huh. $3 a tube. Wow. I did not expect that. <laughs> did you expect like 59 cents? No, I expected it to hover more around a dollar price point. Yeah, an American classic, the original, in bold letters, candy wafer since 1847. That's great. What's cool about collecting them, too, there's a lot of people who um, clearly collect, like, the old nostalgic Necco wafers. Okay. Is um, You can eat them, and they'll taste exactly the same today as they did when they were first made back in the 18th, 19th century. Does not surprise me. That's great. I, I made that up, by the way, but um, <laughs> it was just a joke. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me either. Okay. Well, since Chuck's not at all surprised, and I think we've reached the end of this uh, episode, I say, Chuck, short stuff is out. What do you say? Agreed. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.